Welcome back, and thank you for joining us this week's 25th podcast, Automotive Repair Tips. My name is Frank R. Schaefer, and I appreciate you being here this week. I will share with you my knowledge and thoughts of over 45 years of problem-solving experience. Every other Wednesday, we'll have a new podcast. If you should have an idea, question, comment, tip, or something you would like to hear or have an answer to, I strongly encourage you to email me at franks71camaro at gmail.com. Once again, that's franks71camaro at gmail.com. I will get an answer back to you as soon as possible. I had some listeners ask me about working flat rate, what it means, what it does, and what it is, and how do you know when you're ready to jump into it. Also, I had a listener ask me about what I, I thought about these cars with positive camber and negative camber. What's it mean? What does it do for you? Flat rate pay is payment based on each job that is completed. An employer or manufacturer estimates the amount of time a job should take. The employer pays the technician a predetermined amount for that job based on the expected time. Okay, what does it mean to be paid based on flat rate? For a flat rate pay system, you are paid a set price for the job. In contrast, hourly rate pay is based on the amount of time you work, which means you are paid a set amount for each hour of the work. Let me give an example. If there's an oil change that comes in to your shop and it pays 30 minutes to do the job, and you could do two of these in an hour. Then you'll get paid 60 minutes after that hour. However, if you could do it in 20 minutes, then you get paid 30 minutes in that 20 minutes time. So you're able to work more time and get paid more money. What is a benefit of working flat rate? The greatest benefits of flat rate pricing are its simplicity and predictability. A flat rate pricing plan is easy to communicate and, therefore, it's easy to sell. If your idea customer values simplicity or needs a straightforward solution for a straightforward problem, flat rate pricing might work well for you. Here's another example. Let's say a brake job pays two and a half hours to do for the fronts. Two and a half hours. Flat rate system, if you could do that in an hour and a half, you'd still get paid two and a half hours for your hourly wage, if that makes any sense, your flat rate hourly wage. What are the disadvantages of flat rate? Since flat fee pricing puts the emphasis on performing as much work as fast as possible to maximize profit, it can lead to poor work quality. For example... A technician or company might take shortcuts to get a job done faster if they know it will allow them to complete more jobs and bill more clients and get more money. You see, a flat rate is tied to a particular job. For example, job X will take a good tech two hours to complete. If the tech finishes the job in one hour, they still get paid for two hours. The opposite is true, though. If the job takes four hours, the tech is still paid for two hours. You see how this works? 
There's some cons associated with the flat rate pay system include a decline in work quality. Work quality may decline as auto mechanics rush through jobs to increase their pay. Quality checks can help prevent poor performance by flat rate workers looking to cut corners. So why is it called flat rate anyway? A flat fee, also referred to as a flat rate or linear rate, refers to a pricing structure that charges a single fixed fee for a service, regardless of usage. Less commonly, the term may refer to a rate that does not vary with usage or time of use. Example, electrical diagnosing problems are not usually billed as a flat rate. This is usually paid by the hour. Why? Because there is no telling how long an electrical diagnosis would take to repair. Usually a repair facility would start off with a one hour increment window or time slot. If more time is needed at the time, the service writer or manager would give you a call to let you know what else must be done or what direction they are going in. But once again, there is not a specific charge for an electrical diagnosis. This is where the knowledge comes in. If you were to get somebody that has years of experience as opposed to green, just starting in the automotive business, this would save you some money, but not a whole lot. And I'll tell you why. The technicians must, or the technician with most experience usually gets paid more per hour than the newer technicians just starting out in the business. As of August 5th, 2023, the average hourly pay for a flat rate mechanic in Connecticut is $23.90 an hour. While ZipRecruiter is seeing salaries as high as $35.20 an hour and as low as $13.23 an hour. The majority of flat rate mechanic salaries currently range between $19.86 for the 25th percentile and $28.12 $28.12 for the 75th percentile in Connecticut. However, you could make more if you're good. Salaries by years of experience in Connecticut. One to two years is about $23.78 to be exact. Three to five years, $26.91. Six to nine years, $28.45. and more than 10 years is $32.08. I see an advertisement for an experienced auto technician in Connecticut for as much as $35 per hour per flat rate hour in the upper 95th percentile. I'm not trying to boost this pay in any way. These are facts. Not, not everyone's going to make this, this level everywhere. There is a Range Rover dealership over here looking to start off with 110 grand yearly. So there's money to be made. Okay, I had a listener that asked me about what I think and what is negative camber anyways. And why do people do this? Furthermore, while you might have more stability when cornering with a negative camber vehicle, you will certainly find that your straight line stability will suffer and the increased stress put on the wheel components, including the hub, can lead to sudden breakage and even wheels coming loose. You have little to no traction on the road. You will also wear and tear on the insides of the tire incredibly quickly. So another question is why do this in the first place? I cannot answer this question without being impolite, 
but I think it looks foolish. And for what? You know, some of these cars got the, the, the wheels tilted in their car uh, 45 degree angles. It does nothing for the car. It doesn't look cool and there's not one good reason anybody can give me as to why they do this. Again, I don't know if it's a look cool or what. Can someone, anybody answer the question? Please give me a holler at franks71camaro at gmail.com. What this negative camber is, folks, it's when your tires on your car with the tops of tires in and the bottoms are out. So you'll be driving sole on the inside tread of the tires only. About 10% of steering wearing ability on the tires. I think, well, my personal opinion is pathetic. But it's what makes the world go round. This is my take on the subject. Well, you know you have my thoughts on it and how I stand. I believe in keeping automobiles on its original state where it had been tested for safety and tire wearage. I would hate to see anybody get hurt. So what are the side effects of negative camber? In conclusion, camber plays a crucial role in your car's suspension system and can have both positive and negative effects on your car's tire. While positive camber can provide better stability and handle on uneven terrain, negative camber can lead to uneven tire wear and reduced traction. Okay, that time has come. I sincerely hope this episode has been helpful to you. Once again, I know you can be spending your time doing something else, so I would like to especially thank you for spending this time with me. You will hear a new episode in two weeks, and I do want to mention if you have any input as to what we're talking about or anything else you'd like to hear, email me at franks71camaro at gmail.com. Once again, it's franks71camaro at gmail.com. This is Frank R. Schaefer signing off. Thank you once again. I appreciate it. Happy motoring.